is up, State Champs Nation. It is time for another episode of Michigan High School Hang Time. My name is Lauren Plant. This is TJ Kelly. This is Scott Bernstein. Matt Mowry will be along in a little bit, as well as Dan Young. And uh, we are in the thick of things. Uh, at the time of recording this, it is just before the regional finals. Uh, we have just kind of absorbed what took place in the regional semifinals. Of course, uh, surprises and everything along the way. Districts were a complete crazy, uh, just unbelievable. It's been a wide open year, so why shouldn't the tournament be wide Sure, open? absolutely. And, uh, no sure things during the regular yes. season, and there's no sure things no, during March Man. There isn't. And uh, let quickly just mention our sponsors, Lawrence Tech, BCAM, the MHSAA, and Hungry Howies. Thank you so much. And please, please support our sponsors. And supporting the MHSAA is just kind of going to their website, making sure, you know, again, they've got all the brackets. Everything's updated. They've got uh, team info and stuff. You can get a lot of great insight there. So, uh, and we were talking before we came on a little bit about Really, I think the division we're most excited about right now is Division Two, yeah, and where it's going to go because there are still a lot of great teams still available, uh, are still alive, and uh, we are going to ha- have some epic matchups. Yeah, being an Oakland County guy, I'm excited about the OAA Blue. Yeah, we've yes. got three teams yeah. in the regional finals, two being in Division Two. Yeah, kind of dovetailing. Kind of talked said. about that earlier. And you know, have to revisit right past now. So, yeah. who would have thought? Forget about 2019. Any year. Who would have thought that the lowest division in the OAA would be the best? And, right. And now there's, it's 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 definitive. Right. It's no question. The OAA blue is the best uh, OAA division out of the red, white, and blue right now. They're the lowest. They're number three. But they're, yeah. they're the team that has three teams uh, in the Sweet 16. I mean, and, and with strong chances to get to the quarters. It's not like they just got their easy pass. Right. And then, uh, hey, well, we're you know we're just gonna keep on rolling the ball along. Right. No teams. You know, these guys are out there playing some good ball. You yeah, know, yeah. I was at the game Putting last up night. A lot of points with Ferndale. Yeah, and that's the thing we talked about. It Ferndale at, was averaging ninety four points a game yeah. in the districts. Got to be able to score the ball if you're going to be playing Ferndale. That's the right. game plan is to hold them under seventy, and that ain't happening. Right. Sudie's out there chucking that, that sucker and they like got, it's going they out got of style. Three right. Division one recruits like on the no bench. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, it, this is, again, a definitive proof that if you had Simon Wheeler, Colin Golson, and Jay Sean Moore, the team that's scoring 85-90 a game could be up into triple digits. Yeah, right. that'd be wild. Imagine, like, yeah. New Haven, New Haven, Ferndale, Rouge, you right. know. And, I mean, obviously, you know, it's loaded or whatever. You know, yeah. But, but shout but out yeah, to Juan Rickman, yeah, Juan Rickman for, Rickman, for, yeah. for, yeah. for, for overcoming that adversity, keeping his team it's a great focused. game last night. He right. told me, I, I interviewed him last week, he said, the whole thing with the transfers not being eligible was a blessing in disguise. And, you know, it was like we had to look ourselves in the mirror and said, are we going to go out and own this or are we going to let the situation own us? Yeah, they've got they some other guys on that it. team. They've got some other guys on that team who Travion Lewis we is a nice freshman. We weren't really aware of, you know, prior to Juan, Juan getting there. Right. You know, and we're talking about guys, Keelan Lucas, Kalen Lucas is little brother, lefty. You know, yeah. hey, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's not a point guard. He's more of a scorer. You know, and then you also have uh, um, Tiante McKeithen. You know, breakout up, year, breakout yeah, year. Hey, winds up getting the tip tip back. He's he had a the kid, buzzer beater last a, night. Yeah, he's a kid that when they you know possibly do interviews and stuff like that, you know, three four years down the road, you know, where I like he could he could be on a Division One roster. You know, he'll have, he'll have to go junior college beforehand. But you know, yeah. hey, it's a great it's a great story. It it it's kind of like the the aroma of basketball that you know people find out the blossoming, right? You know, right. Of, of these young kids, right? You know, and right. so I think that that's what it's all about. And yeah, and I wasn't able to update our sheet because uh, Scott got us his picks Jace late, Williams. so you can pick yours later. But we want to get to our picks now. 
uh, in how we're we're calling it. And uh, I had every I had Matt Mowry get in on it. I had Derek get Derek Blaylock, our producer, get in on it. And uh, obviously we have TJ, myself, and Scott. So uh, we'll we'll just do it division by division. Uh, first in Division One, TJs, and we went with sleepers, Final Four, state finals, and winners. So uh, in Division One. Uh, TJ's Final Four is going to be Oxford, Ipsy Lincoln, University of Detroit Jesuit, and Okemos. And he's got in his state final, UDJ versus Ipsy Lincoln. And you have Jesuit winning the state title again. Matt Mowry. Uh, oh, and then, by the way, your sleeper is Saginaw. Mm-hmm. That's who your sleeper is. Uh, in Division One for Matt Mowry, he's got Detroit King, Okemos, UD Jesuit, and Saginaw. In his final, he's got King versus UD Jesuit. And he has... Um, UD Jesuit winning the state title. Myself. Oh, and his sleeper is, who is it? Roseville. Roseville Roseville is his sleeper. So uh, in Division I for me, I have my final four is Oxford, King, UDJ, and Okemos. And I have uh, King versus UDJ in the the state final and UDJ winning. Uh, Derek, and my sleeper is Saginaw. Uh, Division I for Derek, he has Saginaw, King, UDJ, and East Kentwood. Nice. And he has uh, UDJ and King going at it for the final. UD Jesuit winning Roseville, his sleeper. Who you got? I got Oxford as my sleeper. Uh, Saginaw, UDJ, Okemos, King for my final four. Uh, final, UDJ versus King. Coach Donnelly and uh, the, 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 the Cubbies grabbed that uh, second title in, three, in uh, four years or three yeah. years? Three years. Yeah. Who's your sleeper? Rose Point North? No, Oxford. <laughs> Wait, so Oxford's won- a good sleeper. Yeah. So you play one in 16, yeah. so this would be their second in four years. Yeah, and uh, we all have, except for you, you've got Ipsy Lincoln riding that momentum train hey, to I, the finals. You know, in, in saying that, I just, I just yeah. think that, that, that Imani Bates is that guy. And this, so I was kind of thinking, he Imani, is that dude. Yeah, no, is this that. is the thing about Imani Bates. He controls so much more where it just everybody focuses on him. Scott, man, you're shooting wide open jumpers all day long. Yeah, you know when he goes into the basket, everybody else gets out of position for rebounding. Yeah, and that's what King is. I mean, they're a very detailed team. George, George Ward has them very detailed. You know, as a, as a, as a, yes. as a group, and they're going to have to know like there's a no, wild card on the court. Spot. Yes, who does, you know? East, who does East Kent would have to beat to get to Hudsonville? The so you got Max Perez versus uh, Jamani Jones, two of the better juniors okay. um, in the state scholarship juniors, if you ask me. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to Division Two, and this is probably where we have more the most division. Uh, in Division Two, TJ, his final four is Alma, Benton Harbor, River Rouge, and New Haven. Your state final is Benton Harbor versus New Haven. You've got New Haven winning the state title. Hudsonville Unity Christian, your sleeper. Uh, Matt Mowry, his final four is Alma. Benton Harbor, River Rouge, and New Haven. He's got River Rouge versus Benton Harbor, and he's got River Rouge Ooh. as the state champ. And Ferndale as his sleeper. I have Alma, Benton Harbor, River Rouge, and New Haven in my final four. I have Benton Harbor versus River Rouge, and I got River Rouge winning the state title. Uh, Derek had, and my sleeper's Alma. All right. My sleeper's Alma. Uh, Division two, final four. Uh, Derek has Flint Powers. Uh, Benton Harbor, River Rouge, and New Haven. He's got Benton Harbor versus New Haven, and he's got New Haven winning the state title. Who you got? Uh, my sleeper is Ferndale. Oh, his sleeper, by the way, is Hazlitt. Hazlitt. Yeah. All right. 517 in the house. Uh, my final four, River Rouge, Ben Harbor, New Haven, and Powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 okay. Noah Bayless, who I call Baby Nash. He's got a little Steve Nash in his game. Had 25 uh, last night in the regional semi. Um Final, I got uh, River Rouge and Benton Harbor, and uh, the champion I'm going with uh, 
River Rouge. Okay, there you go. We're all calling Rouge. Lamonte Stone. The champ. Lamonte Stone back in control. Yeah. Yeah, Taking right. them. They're going to wear those burgundy jackets all the way. I think it's going to be great. I mean, Class B has put us. Best dress team, some, definitely, yeah, in yeah. the state. Give it, 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 yeah. I mean, it we look like Shriners. We, we know it, it could be all or none of those, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, depending right. on how this playoffs That's is why they play the game. That's it. That's it. Uh, but we're going to – some of the semifinals, I think, this year, as has been recently, are going to be amazing. Yes. You know, we're going to see some just drag I think it's no miss. battles. Yeah. Division three. Uh, TJ's got Iron Mountain, Beecher, Hanover Horton, and Pewamo Westphalia in the final four. You've got Beecher versus Hanover Horton in the state final, and you've got Flint Beecher winning another championship. Depsa, your sleeper in Division Three. Matt Mowry's got Iron Mountain, Pewamo Westphalia, Hanover Horton, and Flint Beecher as his final four. Pewamo Westphalia versus Beecher in the final, and Beecher winning again his sleeper, Sanford Meridian. Lauren has got Ascoda. Flint Beecher right. and Hanover Hanover Horton and um uh who oh who's my fourth here? My fourth would have been that's funny, I didn't put a fourth in here, which uh is interesting. But uh I would say in division three Dansville's my, your sleeper. Dansville's my sleeper, yeah. So oh well. Anyway, I have Flint Beecher taking on Hanover Horton anyway, right. and I have Beecher winning. So and then um Derek had Iron Mountain, Beecher, Hanover Horton, Pay I would have had Paywamo as my other one. Paywamo, yeah. Uh, and Beecher Hanover Horton in the final, and he's got Beecher winning it. His sleeper is Depsa. Scott, who you got? I got the Brown Bomber and uh, Madison Heights Madison as my sleeper. My final oh, four, great. Iron Mountain, Beecher, Hanover Horton, uh, and PW. Uh, in the final, I see Beecher going up against Pawamo and Beecher taking home the crown. Beecher winning another Jalen Terry, Ernest Sanders, like, yeah. and company. Hey, and you look at, if you look at this final four, Look at some of the guys that are all sophomores and juniors in that, you know. I mean, from Iron Mountain. Yeah. yeah and I've, I've messed with the guys at Michigan State. I've said, hey, Garland got his guy at Belleville. Maybe Iron Mountain, you know, uh, yeah. Izzo, you know, Foster Wonders. The wonder of Foster Wonders. Yes. yes. Let's get to yes. Division Four, uh, which, again, is, is one of those ones that uh, is a little harder to call. Uh, but, uh, I, well, you know, I went with them. So, let's see. Final Four for TJ. Pelston, Southfield Christian, Big Rapids, Crossroads, and Belleville. You've got Southfield Christian versus Belleville and SC winning another one. Your sleeper was left undone. You did not put a sleeper in D4. Who hit it? Who hit it? Got to reveal it. <laughs> Dollar Bay, fellas. I call, it money, bay. I call it money bay. I call it cash money bay. We were waiting for that. Uh, in uh, Matt has Pelston, Frankfurt, Wyoming Triunity, and Southfield Christian in the final four. Southfield Christian taking on Wyoming Triunity, and he has Wyoming Triunity right. winning the champion. His sleeper is Belleville, Bellevue. Uh, I have um, Dollar Bay, Southfield Christian, Frankfurt, and Pittsburgh. As my final four, I've got Southfield Christian taking on Pittsburgh in the final, and I've got SC winning a title. My sleeper is Belleville. Uh, Bellevue, big same Belleville. Derek, Crystal Falls, Fork Park, Southfield Christian, Fulton, and Bellevue. He's got Southfield Christian taking on Bellevue, and he's got Bellevue winning, and he has a sleeper as Bellevue. So Really? Uh, yeah, hey, so there you go. Win, win, it's yeah. all Bellevue. Throw so, it all in. And again, Bellevue Athens had, a, had, a, had, a, had a, 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 I'm sure, a great game. Um, you know, I've not been able to see a, a write-up on it yet. But, Derek's picking a night like but, nasty. But that was that could uh, that could have Bell, gone anyway. Bellevue is. I mean, they are they play in a really tough, you know, conference. Um, and you know, or their league. You know, they've been you know had to battle with Athens. You know, yeah. many other teams and stuff like that. Yeah. So hey, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun to see some of the small schools. You know, emerge. Uh, you know, and, and be able to 
uh, you hopefully attend the games at, at uh, yeah. early morning on on uh, excuse me on uh, that Thursday, yeah, twenty first, yeah. Um, right. So at, we at got I got Oakland Christian as my sleeper. Uh, my final four: Southfield Christian, Tri Unity, Frankfurt, and Pelston. In the final, I got Tri Unity playing Southfield Christian, and I'm going with the repeat. Uh, Southfield Christian uh, is going to get number five in eight years. All right. Next time we gather, we're going to be talking about quarterfinal. No, sorry, number six in eight years. Okay. Uh, yeah, Southfield Christian, man. I know it's crazy. We go, we, you know, it's, it's crazy as a playoff since we all have a lot of repeat champions yeah. uh, going in. So we'll see what happens. Well, we'll be able to talk about the quarterfinals when we get back together. That's going to be crazy. Uh, and we'll be previewing the state semifinals, which will kick off a week from today or Thursday. Uh, and uh, it's all about the state finals next weekend. So we're here. And uh, no, five, is it five? Well, yeah, I can't six. do my. I can't do it. Six. This will be their six if they win this year. I can't do yes, math. Six, yes, it's okay. okay. Yes, you, got yes it. you can do math. <laughs> you, can do you can do it. Uh, so, all right. So, gentlemen, appreciate it. As always, we're going to have uh, uh, Matt Mallory here next. We're going to talk about what's happening in the girls' districts going. We've got some crazy uh, results already in girls' basketball. We'll talk about it. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Michigan High School hang time. It is time now to talk about girls basketball. Matt Mallory is here, the digital managing editor for statechampsnetwork.com. How you doing? Not bad. Crazy time of year. Get the playoff beard going. Yes, yes, exactly. We actually recorded this on a Wednesday, so he's going to girls basketball tonight. Yep. I'm going to girls basketball tonight uh, for state champs, and, uh, and we're in the district playoffs now, and again, a, kind of a different feeling with the boys so far right. along now. Girls just getting going, but there have been some upsets early. Yeah, there were a couple, and and one team that uh, everybody kind of had in their top ten all season long in Grand Haven. It wasn't really an upset because they faced a Muskegon team that right. I had in the top ten to yep. start the season too, yep. and they've got a Miss Basketball candidate or Miss Basketball finalist. Yep. So it was just a good matchup, but it was one of those where it's again for Grand Haven, it's a shorter postseason than they would like. Yeah. Uh, when when yeah, and <laughs> and they, they in their conference they'd really been pushed by both Rockford and and East Kentwood, so it wasn't a you know a huge surprise that they. They would get knocked off, but then Muskegon Oak Ridge kind of uh, avenged their only loss of the regular season, right. uh, beating Whitehall on day one. They'd been kind of in a in a coaching, you know, change in midseason. That's when Whitehall knocked them off. But Whitehall really, you know, other than that and one other, you know, the loss to the Muskegon Oak Ridge in the regular season and one other loss, they'd pretty much run the table. So they right. were a, a team that was, you know, an honorable mention. I think the big surprise in in D three was. Uh, Number two Glenn ranked uh, Maple City Glen Lake yeah. uh, getting knocked off by a very good Manton team, the 17-win Manton team in the regular season, 46-36. I had uh, Glen Lake going all the way to the championship game, so uh, well, that kind of if, if, if we're doing bright brackets, hurdle. I'm crumpling mine up for yeah, D3 right now. Right. But that might open it up in that region for a team like uh, Ishpeming Westwood that was 19 and one in the regular season, or Iron River West Iron County 17 and two, or even Charlevoix or, or Manton that you know that knocked them off. It's it kind of opens up that region, so now now. 
now there's you know any almost anybody could come through there. Yeah, yeah. I think you know we. I think when we talk about what we believe the deepest um, division is going to be is going to be Division One. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's yeah. where we're going to see, you know, again, uh, may not see these matchups here in the districts, although we are going to get some, especially as we get to Friday. Yes. Uh, sure. But, um, you know, h- how do you feel uh, the the best teams, the cream of the crop of D1, uh, were playing heading into districts and, and their ultimate outcomes? Well, a lot of them, as we watched throughout the season in the rankings, a lot of them played each other. Yes. So, you know, there were a lot of only loss to, you know, Heritage or only lost to A and T or yeah. only lost to Edison for a lot of teams. Yes. So um, there was a lot of kind of you know in- interplay between those two those teams. So a lot of them were playing very well and you know kind of against everyone else they they ran the table. Well, you're right. We'll see some of those matchups Friday and then next week on both Tuesday and Thursday. That's yes. when we get a little more of the key matchups. There were a lot of competitive games in D one. Over the you know the first the first night of results, right. but there weren't a ton of you know truly profound games where you go ooh we you know yeah got to go out and see that one. When we get to Friday, there are going to be some more. We're going to have uh, Mum- most likely we'll have Mumford, the PSL champ, against uh, Southfield A and T, the uh, number one team, mm-hmm. the OAA Red champ in D one. We'll have a King Cast Tech. Uh, matchup in, in D1, more than likely. And uh, we could see an East Kentwood-East Grand Rapids matchup between uh, two division winners in uh, the OK Conference. Well, that should be a very good one. And then we could have a Royal Oak team that was the runner-up in the OA Red going up against Birmingham Marion and trying to end that streak that, you know, every team that's gone through that, that Marion district in the last, you know, 10 to 15 years, they've been trying to knock off Marion. And I believe it's only in the last, you know, decade plus, I think it's only happened once. So yeah. they've kind of had that streak of, of districts going. And yeah. now they're it's ta- kind of Royal yeah. Oak's turn to, to take the shot. Yeah, they're taking on Bishop Foley. Uh, in the regional semi, right? That's that, that Royal Oak Shrine. Ro- you're, you're, oh, I'm thinking of Shrine. Never yeah, mind. Is, you're right. This, this is, the, is Royal Oak. The big brother. Not Royal Oak Shrine. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yes, Royal Oak yeah. uh, is definitely favored to move on. And uh, and you know what we get in the districts a lot of times are you know your your city schools, you know the yeah. neighborhood schools, and yep. so a lot of them have played each other already. And in girls, we tend to not see the upsets as much as we tend to see sure. uh, yeah. with the boys. But you know you look at a team like um, West Bloomfield. Uh, on Monday, and we'll have those highlights on state champs this week. And uh, you know, it went right down to the wire. It did, and uh, and, and that's they were the only team that had beaten Avondale all season long. Those were kind of the two contenders in the OAA White. The interesting thing will be to see what the division is between the red and the white, because there are a couple of red OAA red teams in that that. Uh, uh, that district too, and they don't necessarily have the shiny records, but they've been beating each other up in the in the OA red. So that's always a kind of an indicator when you get to the postseason of how much difference there is in between those top divisions and and lower tier divisions and some of the conferences that that do it by kind of you know scale it down as as they go down. But yeah, we we should have we should have a fun Friday, and especially when you get in some of the lower divisions. Right. Finally, in Division Four, um, I have Adrian Lenaway Christian winning. You have St. Ignace winning. Right. Uh, I would not be surprised if that's the case. We both have them meeting uh, in the finals, and uh, if it if it truly is, that should be a really good final. Yeah, I've had a couple of coaches, and and when you send out the questionnaires the preseason, you you get back some interesting responses. Sometimes I had a couple of different coaches not named Doreen Inglis, yes, tell yes. me that this might be Doreen's fastest team at St. Ignace. Wow. So, and considering some of the non-conference scores that they put up, I mean, you kind of, they, they've, 
been the behemoth of the Straits Area Conference for a goodly long yes, time. No um, but it's what they do in kind of some of those intersectional matchups, and they they really took it to some teams. I mean, when, I think I think when I I saw when I kind of went wow and 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 knew that they were something maybe more than just you know and i moved them into the super 10 was when they beat kingsley and they beat kingsley pretty solidly so there was a kingsley team that was in the class b semifinals last year and lost to country day so that was that was pretty impressive and they've they've been impressive adrian lenaway christian actually got knocked off in the last week of the regular season yeah um but that's again they've got all kinds of talent and so it's not discounting and i think we're probably going to see those two in the finals but you never know sometimes losing right at the end is the best you know recipe for you to kind of regroup and say guys we that, if that's a playoffs, we're done. Right, right. So that's our scare. Yep, and uh, here we go. So, uh, Matt, thank you. Uh, no of problem. course, read all his stuff, all his coverage. Uh, you can read it at statechampsnetwork.com. What's the Twitter handle? Uh, full Court Coverage. Full Court Coverage. Real easy. And uh, he'll give you updates of everything that's happening. He's covering boys, too. Yep. He was at the yep. Imani Bates uh, Thriller, uh, <laughs> against, you know, with the, <laughs> which is what yes, that was. Yes, it was, yeah. Uh, that we was talked about house. that already. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, again, follow us on statechampsnetwork.com. I mean, that's, that's the website. Yep. And, again, Twitter's got it. And it's got links to what we got going on. And uh, thank you very much. All right, coming mm-hmm. up next, we'll finish up. We'll talk about the Miss Basketball finalists with Dan Young and BCAM. That's how we're going to wrap up this week's edition. Of Coaching basketball is a rewarding and challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters. I got my start in officiating when a friend told me I should try it. At first I just did basketball and I got hooked. Before long I added baseball, softball, football and volleyball. I really enjoy giving back to the game, working with kids and working with my local association to recruit and train new officials. I would like to say to anybody that officiating is a great way to help kids and stay connected to the game. We always need new officials. There's help wanted, just listen. Michigan High School hang time. Dan Young is here, the executive director of BCAM, and we're talking about the girls, Miss Basketball finalists. I guess girls and Miss Basketball would indicate that it's girls, but the Miss Basketball finalists, that's what we're talking about. And uh, uh, we wanted to kind of give you the final four, and um, we can talk a little bit about the process, uh, you know, if, if you feel comfortable with that, and, you know, how the, uh, the votes came in um, mm-hmm. this year. But first off, why don't we talk about the players? Uh, and uh, we'll just I'll bring it up. We'll just kind of take it one by one. It's funny. Three of the four going to Michigan State, uh, which is interesting. And uh, one, of course, going to Mississippi State. But Julia Arold out of uh, Gorse Point North. North. 6'2 senior. Um, she is a, uh, again, a very dominant player. You know when she's on the floor, and they like to run a lot through her. Complete package. Um, good size, rebounds well, blocks shots. Good passer, really good in transition, yeah. kind of a point forward. Yes. Uh, Susie Merchant is um, excited about her uh, 
ability to do lots of things, very much a, a hybrid. I think that's the word she used, a hybrid player uh, that can shoot it, pass it, rebound it. I mean, she's going to be a person that's going to be uh, at the next level hard to get off the court. Uh, Gary Bennett is an outstanding coach, yeah. longtime uh, BCAM member yeah. and uh, just a tremendous person and coach. Um, we highlighted him in our, our newsletter this year or this this um, uh, month, a nice article written by uh, the local paper in, in Gross Point. Um, so, yeah, she's she's tremendous. She would be fun to coach for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. All-state dream teamer last year. Yep. Uh, so she'll be definitely getting back-to-back in that. And, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I went and uh, the reason I went to Country Day uh, last Thursday night is I wanted to see Frank Frank Orlando's final home game. Oh, I know. It. Uh, yeah. And awesome. he's about to receive a, a lifetime achievement. They call it the Wooten Award, yeah. which is going to be down in Atlanta at the All-American Game. That's There's great. just two coaches in the country that get the award every year. Uh, he's one of another gentleman from Texas. Very cool. Uh, so he's he is, you know, kind of went out. Of course, he was getting emotional, and Country Day and I still plaque for him and playing a good Gross Point North team. Uh, and so I got a chance to see A. Ralt play too. But again, you know, Gary Bennett being there on you know Frank Orlando's last game, very they, cool. They had a nice embrace, and classy, nice conversation. Two classy gentlemen, yeah, yeah. And, um, yep, well it, deserved. It was very cool. Uh, well, you know, some people are calling her the goat, and that is Rikia Jackson, the greatest of all time. Uh, that, of course, is something that will always be up for debate. Uh, and we'll see if Detroit Edison can get it done again this year, uh, now being in Division Two, I, I don't see. Uh, I think it would be a tremendous shock if they did not. But uh, their leader, the 6'3 senior, going to Mississippi State is, uh, again, when you talk about complete player, and I mean every facet of the game, and does it with such, uh, you know, she's so smooth. It's so precise. And that's because she's in the gym all the time. She's put Ricky in her Jackson. work. She's put in her work. And she's legit 6'3". Yeah. With that type of skill level and uh, touch and um, feel, she does it all. When we saw her at, at, um, at, at the Lawrence, jam, yeah, yeah, and she came down full speed, went behind her back, yeah. went right into a three, nothing but net, with a girl hanging all over her. <laughs> The crowd just erupted in that section, just like she's really a special player. Uh, named to the McDonald's All-American um, game. Uh, she's won the Gatorade Awards. She was, she's, she's really, really uh, special. We're lucky that she's here. Yeah. And it's, it's for the other girls in any other year, <laughs> they, could, they could win it. Right. Uh, she's just a head and shoulders above everybody else. And then, you know, so... Yeah. You know, it's 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 been it's been neat to watch. I'm sure they said the same thing when a Magic Johnson, for yeah, instance, right. was it, you know, they're just like, right. hey, any other year. Sometimes it's uh, just yeah. uh, she's she's really, really special player. But we're talking about all of them. They're all special. Uh, and again, it's interesting. She's the non-Michigan State uh, of the Final Four. The rest are all going to be playing together as Spartans, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to do the thing at the next level. Uh, Moira Joyner, Mo Joyner, as they call her, 5'9 guard out of Saginaw Heritage. Uh, again, another player that is uh, outstanding. Uh, they were Class A state champions last season. She was the best player on that team last season, and uh, she is this year. She was another dream teamer a year ago, um, uh, and a really uh, a player that um, you you just you, 
she she's going to defend you, and then she's going to take you off the dribble. You got to be on your game and be in in good physical fitness because she's going to run. Yeah, she's considered a combo guard because yeah. she can handle it and pass it and drive it and yeah. and that. But she's improved her her perimeter game, and she's always been an elite defender. Uh, another girl going to Michigan State yeah. play for Susie, and uh, she's had a really good year. And they they're you know obviously one of the top teams, so it has helped her. Uh, being in all those games in the state tournament a year ago. Yeah. Uh, on the boys' side, you look at Joe Moon, who kind of came on the scene. Well, um, all of these girls have been in the mix for years. And and th- this was a tough list to get down to. I know the yeah. committee had a hard time, but uh, this crew is definitely a special. And Mo is, is I mean, she's... She's a winner. Absolutely. Muskegon's Eliza Winston. And again, if you're following what's going on in districts, um, they had a big win over uh, Grand Haven. Grand Haven is a talented team. Uh, Eliza Winston and the Muskegon Big Reds still alive. Uh, and again, she is um, you know, one of those players who, if you've watched her uh, in the past, again, it was all she was great on the dribble, the dribble drive. She, she just could have a knack for getting to the rack. And uh, but this year she's really incorporated uh, a nice pull-up jumper. So you know you, you think she's on, you know you think she's going to drive. She stops and she's just so she's good. She's worked on her pop. game. You yeah. you can tell that uh, all of these girls. Have, you don't just shoot and right. make shots consistently unless you put in your a time in the gym. That's yeah. a credit to all the coaches that have worked with these young ladies. But uh, Winston has has improved her shooting. And that will only help her as time goes on. And she's scored more points than anybody in Muskegon, but she's been at Mona Shores and Muskegon. So, um, but another girl going to Michigan State. So they've got they've got three really versatile, athletic uh, kids that are coming their way. So good for them. And yeah, she's 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 been really good. Twenty six points a game as a lead guard. Yeah, Uh, and and they need her to score. Yep. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's been incredible. Okay, finally then, uh, talk about the process this year's Miss Basketball yeah, process. Yeah, so the process will start at, you know, a wide range of 20 players. We'll get down to 10. Um, and Doreen Ingalls, Mick McCabe, they, uh, they tap into uh, coaches all around the state and, and find out and listen and get stats and who played against who. And, and it's a behind-the-scenes process that goes over the whole year, and uh, it's tough. It is a it's tough to get it down. Uh, back in the day, we used to have you know ten on the list, and it seems like it would it, it would be very difficult to get it down. So the committee, uh, led by Doreen, uh, tries to get it to four, three, four, five, and that is it's very. This year was very difficult. I know they were they were struggling to get it to four because there were more girls um a lot of really good players yeah. uh so uh they narrowed it down to four but it was tough it yeah. was tough to get it to this crew and um and yeah. then it, then it'll go to the uh to the vote okay quickly the, as we um let you go all right and we wrap the show uh when will we find out who's mr basketball when will we find out who's miss basketball Monday, uh, this coming Monday at the Free Press at one o'clock will okay, that's be the eleventh. Will be the announcement for Mister Basketball. So it'll be at the Free Press uh, building, and then the following Monday, the eighteenth, the eighteenth at one p.m. will be Miss Basketball's announcement. Okay. Yep. And then, of course, on the weekends we've got uh, Boys State Finals next week. 
And then following that, we'll get to the girls. So, uh, again, we're going to wrap up March with uh, some great games, and uh, we'll find out who will be Mr. and Miss Basketball for 2018-19 season. So, it's amazing how the years go by. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Hang Time. We'll see you next week. It's going to be great. Make sure you tune in.